Welcome to the Renewed Heart Podcast of the Kansas-Nebraska Convention of Southern Baptists. Join us for conversations around personal renewal, revival, and spiritual life that lead to a healthy and reproducible culture of evangelism in our churches. Listen, learn, and live it out as we pray for God to move in and through our churches in the way only He can. Well, greetings, my friends, and welcome to the inaugural podcast or vodcast, depending on what generation you come from, for what we are calling the Heart Renewal Podcast of the Kansas-Nebraska Convention. We'll explain more of that in just a second. I want to introduce a friend and co-laborer in the field. I want to get your title exactly right. Jerry Connor is the executive director of the Kansas City, Kansas Baptist Association. You got it. Got it it's all. a mouthful. It you is got a it. mouthful, yeah. but, but it means so much. So uh, <laughs> before we get into who I am and who you are, my name is Andy Addis, and I'm the pastor of Crosspoint Church, but I'm also the volunteer director of Heart Renewal and Evangelism for the Kansas-Nebraska Convention. And this podcast is dedicated to helping leaders and ministry types find renewal in their own heart, mm. believing that revival in our churches and revival in our ministries happens when the leaders themselves find that hope and that heart renewal. That's right. That's right. And we kind of do this on a daily basis. I, I work with the Kansas-Nebraska Convention, work with the North American Mission Board, work in my own church. And as a director of mission, what do you do? What That's is- a great question. It <laughs> <laughs> is a good question. It changes all the time. But I, I work with pastors and leaders across the Kansas City area to see the kingdom advance in varieties of ways. So you and I are really in the business of doing church work, but also trying to support the men and women who do the work. Absolutely. And just see what God can do. That's them. right. So That's the right. health and the vibrancy and the passion that is in the heart of the leaders, this is this is paramount for you and I. Oh, absolutely. Now, we're not alone. We're part of a team that is representing the heart renewal and evangelism uh direction for the Kansas-Nebraska Convention. You're going to meet several of us on this podcast. Uh, But as we do this, once again, know that our heart is that you would personally find the space to recreate, Mm. to recreate, to to really grow so that what God does in you can be therefore replicated in all the people that he has put you in a position to lead. That's right. And one of the theme verses for us, uh, we've established a program, uh, evangelism change. It has to start in us. Mm -hmm. Then it moves to evangelism challenge. And what level does that then draw us to? Followed by evangelism cheer as we celebrate those things. And hopefully it causes a wheel, uh, a culture of evangelism in our churches and our two-state convention to really grow. But again, we're focusing on that very first part, the change, what needs to happen in the heart. There's a verse that we've been using, Ephesians, or not Ephesians, Psalm chapter 85, verse 6. And here's what it says. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? It's a question, and a lot of the questions in the Psalms are actually pleadings, and this is one of those. God, please revive us again. You and I have had some conversations, and uh, Jerry, I'd like you just, uh, let me pose this, and I haven't given you any warning (laughs) on this, Um, but, uh, but I know because of previous conversations where your heart is on this. If it wasn't for God, there would be no hope of revival, correct? Oh, absolutely. Because this says, will you not revive us? This is nothing we can do ourselves. But what does it then mean to ask the question, God, will you not revive us? That's right. You know, Father is our Father is the source of life. Mm-hmm. And He is the one that gives us eternal life. Mm-hmm. You know, and so apart from that, we have nothing. We've got nothing to go with. And so He's the one that revives us and renews us and, and keeps us going. And the truth then is that as we seek revival, we're not really seeking a pattern or a program. There's no switch to flip. 
right? No, it's, it, it, it's living life. It, and it's moving towards him, and he's going to do this. Him. That's right. We wouldn't know he was there. We wouldn't have any faith. It all begins and ends with him. That's right. And so this is us. Uh, one of the phrases that I've tried to use with our group is this. We can't make revival happen, mm-hmm. but we can plow the ground and see what God will grow. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and that's what we want to do. We want to, we want to literally plow that ground. So there's a lot of things that we're going to be encouraging with regard to heart renewal and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, every individual yeah. seeing themselves yeah. draw closer and closer to him. But you had something, and I want you to walk us through this. So you talked about uh, spiritual CPR, and I always think of it this way. You can't really have a conversation with a starving man. You have to feed him first. That's right. So long before we can talk about revival and evangelism, we have to meet this need. And so many of us are spiritually starving. We're really at that triage place of, man, where do we begin? And, and and can we say two things? First of all, number one, uh, there are a lot of people who seem to be doing okay in ministry, and there are a lot of people who, when they hear that, that doesn't help them. <laughs> and so here's two truths you need to remember. The people that are doing well in ministry aren't doing as well as you probably think they are. Yeah. And number two, uh, you're going to be okay because we're all at the same place at the foot of the cross. That's right. So as we come to this, uh, when you say, well, maybe I need spiritual triage, maybe I, everybody. Everybody does. Everybody's in this place. As we look at this, walk us through this. You have this unique perspective on what it is to do spiritual CPR, and this is where I think everybody needs to begin. Well, you know, you're right. We all start out at the foot of the cross, Mm -hmm. and we're at the foot of the cross because because we need life. Amen. You know, um, we're dead without him. We have no place to go. There is no hope without him. And until we realize that our hearts are not really beating all that well, we're not. We don't even know where to start. We, if we think we're doing well, then you're, it's really hard to go anywhere from that. Mm-hmm. But when we know that we've got an issue, so humility and honesty is where that's right. We've got to start there. And we may. I may not admit, admit to you that I've got an issue, but mm-hmm. I know I've got an issue. Matter of fact, you know? sometimes when the less we're willing to admit it, the bigger the issue. Actually, well, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But recognizing that that my heart is sometimes as cold and hardened mm. as it really is, and and that's a place that we got to start, and then we can start with some spiritual CPR. And, and doesn't that? Can we be honest? We're, we're talking to a lot of ministry types here. A lot of times that takes place in the life of ministry as you're Absolutely. doing the godly things. You find that as you're you're helping people get closer, you're drifting further. And as you're, you know, promoting the things of church and grace and mercy and love, you're finding a coldness right. uh, that you've experienced. And, and it actually has the opposite effect on us. So even more so, because we're called to this, we really have to be honest about where we are. We've got to be honest. We got, I mean, he already knows. Amen. <laughs> he knows the condition of our heart yep. because he sees it. Um, and we know it. Sometimes we just don't like to admit it. I, I've often <laughs> preached this particular thing that you've never come to God and said anything and him go, he didn't already what? <laughs> really? That caught me by surprise. That's right. Never <laughs> happened. Never happened. Fully aware. So he knows the condition of our hearts. When we recognize the conditions of our heart, then we're ready to do something about the condition of our heart. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's when we can begin to step into this whole spiritual CPR kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it really begins with conviction. Mm-hmm. You know, when God's spirit begins to bring conviction to our own hearts and says, he he just points the light, you know, in this area of my heart and says, you need to deal with this. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, don't don't move away from this because this is where this is where the cancer is. This is where where the hardness is, you know. And we need to begin to let him because that's what Jesus said. The Holy Spirit's role is in John sixteen eight is that his, the Spirit comes to to convict us of sin and righteousness, and that's painful. It's it never is. easy. It's never easy. And so the beginning of this process, we say, is humility, but really it's probably that moment. If you've ever gone to the emergency room, there's that moment of humility where you go, this hurts too bad for me to stay home. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So that humility is actually admitting the conviction that the Holy Spirit is putting on you. And so when when someone begins to step into that position, that's when we begin to find life again. Um, So from there, it moves into a prayer of confession. Mm. That's the P of the CPR, is a prayer of confession. It's where we come to him and we confess our sin. Say, now, I love this. This is very Baptist. So this CPR, these are actually the, it's an acronym for this. Right, right. C for uh, confession. Confession. P for No, conviction. Conviction. C C is conviction. P is a prayer of confession. Prayer of confession. Gotcha. You know, and that's where, it says in 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and he will forgive us our sins. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we know that. We've memorized it. We've studied it. We've preached it. And sometimes we need to live it. Absolutely. And and I think part of the problem with that is that we forgive others, but we don't forgive like God forgives. That's right. And we have to understand that as we pray a prayer of confession because of the conviction, that the word for uh, forgive there, I believe, is a fiamy. And it means literally to cast away to or cast to fly away. away. That's right. And, and we go back to the Psalms again. He'll cast it into the deepest. Is it the Psalms? Deepest sea of forgetfulness? Right. Yeah. yeah. He'll remember it no more. Um, where you and I, if, if you did something, I forgave you. I yeah. forgive you until you jack with me again. Right. And then it's right. going to come back. But God won't do that. Well, and as ministers, we carry a lot of scars and pain mm-hmm. and issues going through life. You know, I mean, because somebody in our church said, said something, did something, they hurt my wife, they hurt my kids, they hurt my ministry. Ministry, hmm. you know, and we put on a happy, happy face, and we say we forgive them, but we still carry that scar. And it's a weight. It is a weight. Mm-hmm. It is a weight. And so, after a, a period of time of that, it, our own hearts begin to get hardened towards the ministry that God has called us to, mm-hmm. out of self protection, mm-hmm. out of out of a desire to to be careful and 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 how we walk through our lives. And so, that's where we need to begin to let God convict us of that. Can and you, we begin to find forgiveness for that. Before we move past this, you know, that, that prayer of confession, is that a private prayer? Is that a public prayer? What, what is that to you? Well, you know, it can be both. James talks about confess your sins one to another so that you can find healing. Mm-hmm. As Baptists, we're not really we're not good, good at, at that. that. We're not good at that We at don't all. like that at all. No, no. We do not like that. We, you know, there's just something in there that riles against us. But yet when we step into it, we find such freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, and we find the brotherhood that we talk about and we long for, but it actually becomes alive. Hmm. And it's when we begin to find real healing in our life. When I know that if I've confessed the sin to you and I know that you're praying for me and that you're encouraging me, you're walking with me down this road, I'm not alone That's right. in that. There's actually, it's harder to do, but there's more strength on the other side. Absolutely. Of community. So, and it's, in some ways, it's putting our own pride to death, hmm. you know, and saying, yeah, I've been carrying this sin for however long, but I'm going to step away from it. I'm going to cast it aside, and I'm going to talk to you, my friend, and say, this is what I'm dealing with. 
again, we're talking about heart renewal and where do we begin? And that humility leads to a, a conviction that mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit brings. That's painful. That's painful. And then the response to the conviction is always going to be a prayer of submission. Prayer. In this case, it's confession. confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, what comes next? Repentance. Mm. That's when we say, um, Go okay. full preacher. What is it? <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to stop going this direction and we're going to go in this other 180 direction. degrees. You know, it's yeah. like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow the path of righteousness that God has set for me. Mm. You know, and, and, and remember that in Romans, he talks about how, how it is God's kindness that leads you to repentance. Mm. So we forget as, that. <laughs> as you feel that pain, that sting of conviction, and as you go through the difficulty, the arduous task of confession, it's all because of God's kindness. kindness. He's now, how, leading us. How do you justify that? How is God kind in leading us through that path? Because he knows he's leading us to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's leading us to the life that we, we preach, that we talk about, that we say we, we live. And yet we can live in a fullness that we, we all long for. And we maybe have once lived, you know, mm-hmm. But, but we long forgot that. We've long we've stepped away from that in varieties of ways. And so until we begin to allow the 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 overflow of this life that he brings into our lives to really truly bring us joy mm-hmm. and peace and 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 just the kind of, of renewal in our own souls so that we actually have something to talk about that is is alive, and we can speak about it with conviction because of what Christ has been doing in our lives. And just to bring this full circle, you know, Revelation 3, the church at Ephesus, he says, you're doing everything well. You're doing right, all things right, well. Right. But one thing I have against you, you've lost your first love. That's and right. that's what renewal is. That's right. It's saying you're still doing the things. You're that's still right. walking the road. You're, you're still being faithful. But where's the love? That's right. And, and it's not just him that misses that. When we get honest, we're missing that. Too. That's right. And you know, as pastors, we work hard. Mm-hmm. We do. And we think everything that we're doing, all the spiritual activity is, is a form of work for us. But God calls us not to more work, but he calls us to rest. <laughs> you know, and when someone has gone through a heart issue and they've experienced CPR, the, the next thing they do tomorrow morning is not go back to work. Wow. They find rest. Mm-hmm. You know, Isaiah says, Isaiah 30 says, it is in repentance and rest is your salvation. Wow. And so sometimes I think as, as ministry leaders, we work hard, but we miss the point because we're not resting in him. All the things that we say and we truly believe we don't reflect in our own life then. Uh, because that ouch yeah, <laughs> the, the, the things that we preach you need to rest you need to rest in him you need to trust in him and then we do it all on our own and, and we, right. we speak all on our own and, That's right. and it's That's difficult right. well I'm glad you brought us to that place CPR it's conviction of the Holy Spirit a prayer of confession and repentance real actual change but that rest has to be a part of that. That's right. One of the things that we want to do on this particular podcast is remind you, normally what happens, podcasts became popular because they're real quick, right? And then you can get on to some other <laughs> right. stuff yeah, and you're yeah, usually, yeah. we're in one ear while you're doing something yeah, else. You probably yeah, paused yeah, this yeah. twice while you got through this. Yeah. We want you to practice something different. Everyone who listens to this, when this podcast concludes, to just pause. And that not just this time, but this needs to be our practice, to just pause, to do a couple of things, to, to come to a place where you say, all right, what did I hear? What does that mean to me? And now what is God calling you to? So take a moment to be still. Let him be God and you just listen. And then if there's a follow through, need to follow through. Do it. So 
that is the conviction. Maybe for you, renewal and revival is exciting, but CPR sounds painful. Well, then they're both together. They're, they're both essential. That's right. <laughs> they're both essential. And we are getting ready. This is the launch of a, of a series of podcasts, we hope, that will help you as we're partnering with you. We are not spiritual giants who do not need this. We are <laughs> no. fellow travelers who right. this is the road that we're on as well. And, uh, and in just a moment, I'm going to ask uh, Jerry to, to conclude with a word of prayer, to pray for you, to pray for me on this journey. And as we do this, then carve out, if it's just two minutes, carve out two minutes to be in silence and listen to not what we have to say, not even what you have to say, but what does God have to say right. to you on this matter? Because here's what I know in reading his word. God wants their hearts more than he wants anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he wants that relationship. He wants that more than anything else. That's what and we he need died to listen. for. Amen. That's what he died for. Brother, would you pray for us? You bet. Father, we're grateful that you do love us and that you are constantly calling and wooing us back into a relationship with you where we find true life, mm. life that is overwhelming and full and rich and free and something that's worth sharing. <laughs> Father, we thank you for that. Father, I thank you that you lead us out of your kindness to this place where we can find rest through repentance. Just like Isaiah said, in repentance and rest is your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength. Father, may we find real strength in your presence so that we can accomplish all that you set us before us to do, not in our strength, but in yours. And so, Father, we pray that through this, not only would we find life, but we would be able to help lead others to find the kind of life that you've offered all of us. Mm. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us for this time. And uh, please do a couple of things. In the description for this post, you're going to find some a clickable link that will help you find other resources. Take that step. Take that plunge and join us in a community of heart renewal. Also, take that time and pause after this. Just, right. just listen to what the Lord has to say to you. It'll be affirming and it'll be taking you in the right direction because his heart, we see in Scripture, his heart is for you. And we love you. We look forward to producing more of these and Absolutely. meeting more of the team as uh, as we try and lead our Kansas-Nebraska convention. And anybody else who's watching, we, we want you to join us on this journey as well. Uh, but we are thankful for these moments, and we're believing that God's going to do something. As he renews our hearts, he will bring revival, Absolutely. and that'll change everything. All right. Many blessings. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining us at the Renewed Heart Podcast of the Kansas-Nebraska Convention of Southern Baptists. If you would like to connect for questions or we can provide you support, go to kncsb.org. We'd love to hear from you. We look forward to connecting with you again soon.